Hello everyone and welcome back to the Light of the World podcast. This is Riley Rose Frazee and today we are going to discuss how guide dogs love what they do. Because a lot of people seem to think that blind masters abuse their dog and make them do what they're doing and that is not true. So I decided to come on and talk about that because it's it bothers me, and I, I seen this last year, and I thought, you know what, I gotta bring this up, because even I had been accused of abusing Kent, and yes, it wasn't the breed I had chose. I had I actually wanted to get a boxer, but I loved Kent, you know I did. I love animals. Period. You know I I would love to work at an animal shelter personally, but you know. If I do, I do. If I don't, I don't. But, like I said, I love animals. I would not abuse a guide dog. You know, guide dogs, they love what they do. They love working for us. We don't need assistance to show them the love they deserve. That is basically the gist of this. We don't need your help telling us how to love our dogs, how to care for our dogs, We've gotten the training. We know how to care for them. We know how to feed them on time. We know how to water them on time. You know, we know what we're doing. We've been trained. It's not that we don't love our dogs. We do. We don't need assistance from everybody else going, oh, you know, they're, that's inhumane, blah, 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 blah. No, it isn't. We're not beating them. We're not abusing them. We're not forcing them to work. They love what they do. They enjoy it. Even regular dogs wish they could be like them. No joke. I had a old, there was an old English sheep dog that walked with me and Kent all the time when we would go, when I'd go horseback riding. He kept looking over at him like, geez, I wish I was doing that. You know, he kept, he, he just kept looking over at him. And even, even the master said something to me about it. It's like, geez, he's envious. You know, because they're watching his face, his reaction, like, because he knew he was doing a good thing. You know, other dogs that don't get to go places like that, they envy guide dogs. Because guide dogs get to go into public places. They get a they get to do things that pets don't get to do. Pets don't get to go into places unless, of course, people decide to make them into fake service dogs. Then, yeah, which is a topic in itself. But, you know, they envy them because they want to help, too. If I know how Pandora was, which was the family golden that where I used to live. I know how close Pandy was to me. That dog would have been watching my guide dog like a hawk, going, well, geez, I wish I could do that. Because Pandy, she wasn't a guide, but dude, I'm telling you, if she could have been, if, if leader dog would have came out there and saw what, what you know, or, well, if, if Pandy would have seen them, Doing that, oh, Jesus. 
My dog would have been like, let me in. I want to do it. I mean, that's the way Pandora was. Because she was always trying to help me. And she wasn't a service dog. She was a pet. She was a family pet. But she was always trying to help me. You know, she wasn't trained as a guide dog. But man, she did her best to act like one. But, you know, they love what they do. They enjoy it. They love to get out and do things. They love, to, they love their work. They love walking around and doing things with us. They love it. If they didn't, they wouldn't have passed the program. <laughs> they wouldn't have passed the Dagon program if they didn't love what they did. They wouldn't, they wouldn't make it. Only the best dogs make it through the program, make it through the training programs, you know. <clears throat> they do. They love what they do, and they, they enjoy it. You know, they get the treats that they deserve. They get the food. They get the water that they need. They get to play. Well, at least at most of the schools, they get to play. <clears throat> The first school I was at didn't allow them to, but that's a whole, you know, like I said, that's, that's the sad part about him. He didn't get a B himself, but they get to be a dog most of the time, you know, when they're not on harness. So don't sit there and confront blind people and go, well, you're making them do that. They don't need to do that. They don't, they don't want to do that. How do you know? How do you know? Are you the dog whisperer? Caesar Milan? I don't think so. <laughs> I mean, come on. I don't think so. There's only one Caesar, and uh, it ain't you. <laughs> so, if you want to tell me that they don't, you better have a good exp explanation on why. Because they do love what they do. And Kent, he loved it. He did. He, one time, the one time I told you I felt fell, he felt guilty. You know, if something happens to their master, they know it and they feel bad. Even if it wasn't particularly their fault, they take that on as responsibility. Like, Okay, I was responsible for getting them through this, and I failed. I mean, they have feelings too, you guys. They, they have feelings too, and they take that responsibility to heart. And if something happens to their master, even if, it, like I said, even if it's something as, as, as simple as falling on the ice, they didn't see it. It was black ice. But they take it as, oops. I let my master down. That was my bad. You know, they take that on. They take that responsibility on. And they basically, they feel bad. So you can't tell me they don't love what they do by knowing this because they do. So you don't need to come up and give them all kinds of goodies and treats and, you know, spoil them. They're spoiled enough. Trust me. That, those dogs are spoiled enough. We spoil them. So don't 
Don't come up playing with them. Don't come up distracting them. Don't come up feeding them. That's our job. Let them do their job and let us do ours. Hopefully you find this episode insightful and I will be back next week for another one.